0: Hey there Doug here happy Monday after the Super Bowl and this week we have a super interview and it's pretty cool for me because it's a film that I grew up loving and I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan so he's done so many movies and just like when people love a certain music artist or actor they go back to the beginning and this is the beginning for Kevin Smith he did the movie Clerks and the amazing woman that I interviewed had one of the More important roles in the film. She played Veronica and her name's Marilyn Gigliotti. Marilyn was so cool on two levels. Obviously she was in this movie and she's from Jersey. She's actually from Middlesex County in Sayreville. Now she's out in California, but she was cool to talk to because she is somebody that loves acting right from the beginning, right when she started doing it, she, she, it's something she wants to do. Even to this day, she wants to make it as an actress. And, uh, I root for her hard because you'll hear the passion when we talk, and this is Marilyn Gigliotti.
1: Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing?
0: Great, great. Thanks so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. No problem. And I don't know, I don't think we ever communicated this through email, but I'm from New Jersey too, and not too far from where you went to high school. Oh, where? Uh, South Plainfield, so Middlesex County.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah yeah
0: not too far, so that's pretty cool. so just one thing I usually start off right away, but one thing that really caught my eye was the the i don't even know what you call it like the body, not the body, but the the bottom like your signature on your email. I love that quote that's so cool. Are you more afraid of making it or to never have tried it all?
1: yeah yeah it it was it was something that kind of came to me one time you know it's like trying to figure my life out <laughs> um and <laughs> um, and so it's like i asked my myself the question it's like well you know what what scares me more if i make it or i don't you know
0: no that's good cuz it like motivates yourself no i thought that was really cool Thank and you. i went to high school i don't know if you had any relatives in the southland area but that's why like a lot of people like people can never pronounce my last name but i saw yours and i'm like oh i know that <laughs> Gigliotti because I went to a kid I went to school with a kid that uh, had that last name. So, really, yeah, in South Plainfield, I'm sure it's just like another name. But like my last name, if you, if there was anybody named Dietzel in New Jersey, I was related
1: mm-hmm. to them. <laughs> well, I mean, like I don't I don't know anybody in South Plainfield. But then again, you know, maybe I just didn't know that they went to South Plainfield, got family, and it's like usually did they spell it the same way? Ah, uh,
0: I think so. I would think so. I could double check that and get back to you. But now,
1: yeah, I'd be, I'd be very curious to find out who it is. <laughs> so yeah,
0: so just like any any story, there there's a you know there's a beginning to it. So where does your story begin? Where did you grow up?
1: Uh, so well, I've moved around a lot. Um, so I was born in New York, New York. Uh, oh, cool. But my earliest childhood memory is in Cambria Heights, Queens. Um, and from there, we moved to Long Island, from Long Island to Jersey, New Jersey to Puerto Rico, where my parents are from, from Puerto Rico back to Jersey. Oh, wow. And then and then to a different part of New Jersey, because it's like the interim from just before moving to Puerto Rico and then coming back from Puerto Rico, we were living with an aunt of mine who lived in Parlin. And so then, you know. But uh, yeah, and then you know, from Jersey, I once I got married, then just did some more moves.
0: (laughs) But that's cool. Yeah, I always love talking to people that are from New Jersey because I think, yeah, obviously you have the roots in like New York and Queens and then Long Island. But I don't know. There's there's a lot of people that come from New Jersey, and there's just like a different way. Like I lived in me and my wife lived in Portland, Oregon, for a few years before we moved back to Jersey, and we were just told by People that we were very like aggressive, but me and her are probably two of the <laughs> nicest, calmest people. But I guess there's just that little edge from growing up in that area, like right so close to New York yeah. City. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, I it, know it's it, and uh, you know for me as well because I've got that um that Latina in me. So yeah, people think that. Um when I'm talking sometimes, it's like, oh, calm down. It's like it's I'm not angry or anything. I'm just <laughs> passionate. Well, I was like, it was just, you know, it's like you get passionate about whatever it is that you're talking about sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when was the first time that you had like that light bulb aha moment that you wanted to like pursue acting? Was it like doing the makeup first?
1: No, well, no, not at all. Um, when I was younger, and I wa- I sat in front of the TV and would watch musicals, you know that would be on TV. I had an itch for dancing, and I would ask about taking dancing lessons, but that's just not something that um, my parents really. You know, it's like I'm first generation here in the states. They, you know, they themselves they were born in Puerto Rico. You know, where it's not they just you know got by. So, you know, coming out here and uh, or coming to the states and and being able to make a living, you know, and be a little bit better off than they were growing up. You know, that's just it was in a, it was a luxury. So that's not something that, you know, they, they kind of put out there for us. Yeah. Um, so basically, you know, once I got older and was kind of working for myself then I finally took those dance lessons that I wanted, but, but I mean, you could see that I was, it seemed to be something that drew me, you know, just the entertainment in, in some way shape or form or creativity. Um, and it wasn't until I, I did get older and it was taking those dance lessons and then eventually kind of was making my way to kind of find something else after a divorce um, that I found my way into an acting class. And then after studying for a couple of years, then I decided, it was like, all right, let's let's put this to use and started doing the community theater circuit auditions. and until you get yourself known, you know, it's like, Oh, you know what? Let's give her a chance. And, uh, and so then it just went from there. But the first time that I found myself on that stage is, is when I was just like, yep, this is it.
0: <laughs> what was it? Do you remember the first, uh, play that you had?
1: It was a checkoff play. Um, and it was a series of acts that wasn't and it wasn't uh an actual play play. Meaning that there were different vignettes, that's what we was looking for oh, cool. um and i play, I played the girl um, <laughs> I'm sure if you do a through that, then you'll realize what that the girl means. Um, <laughs> but the vignette was dad taking his son to become a man. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> and where was this yeah. I, I, on your on your biography, it said in in South Jersey.
1: Um, it's, it was in Central Jersey. Oh, um, funny, funny thing is, um, this was in the basement of a church. And um, once some of the churchgoers got wind of all these plays and the vignettes, it's like they they wanted this particular vignette taken out. Now, mind you, there, there was there was nothing other than a speech going on, you know, you know, talk between the three people that were on stage, there was nothing vulgar about it at all, <laughs> but, but you know. <laughs> so, so how long were you
0: doing that? Like just to, like the, the play circuit before you started like the first thing that's on your IMDB. And I know this is like never right, but it has you as a rape victim in invasion for flesh and blood. 91.
1: Well, funny thing that clerks was shot before that no way it was shot wow wait a minute i'm sorry wait a minute i'm trying to think yeah it was but you know you know how it is it's like you know things are shot and then then they come out you know almost like a year later and stuff like that just like clerks clerks was shot in october of of 93 and then it released like a full year later or something like that Uh, okay something like that anyway and so yeah i can't remember it's like it, and this was just a small little thing that I, that I did and that, which I wish I hadn't anyway, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, hindsight. <laughs> yeah. But at that time,
0: it's like the first, I've talked to a lot of actors that their first movie is like something that I would never want to be in this one guy. I interviewed Sean Kanan, who's like on a bunch of uh, like, mm-hmm. he's been on like over a thousand soap episodes, like all the different soaps and he was in cry to get three played the bad guy. But he was in this really B-horror movie called, like, High and Go Streak. And when I mentioned Mm -hmm. it, he almost, like, he almost fainted over the phone. He was like, oh, no, (laughs) not that. And he, like, told me the stories about, like, how bad it was, like, the whole filming process and the way directors were, like, treating everybody. But, uh, yeah, you got to start somewhere. And then from there, you got such a cool role. And I think one of, like, just the coolest-looking shot films... And it's shot in New Jersey, so I think that's even cooler. But clerks.
1: How did that how did
0: that whole thing come about?
1: So I was in the middle of doing a play in Red Bank. And um I found out about the auditions through the circuit, as you will, um, because they were being held at the First Avenue Playhouse where I had done some plays. Oh, okay. And um, you know, so things just kind of got back because it's like once you once you kind of do the circuit you kind of, you know, are familiar with a lot of the other people and a lot of the other places that uh because, you know, we all audition and, or have, have worked at one of the uh theaters in the area. Uh so found out about the auditions, went, had a monologue ready, and uh once I did the monologue, I I I can't remember exactly how many days it was after the fact that Kevin did call me and, uh, he wanted me to come out to the convenience store, get the script, read it, see if I was comfortable. And, um, so yeah, I took it home. I read it the next day while I was at work in between clients. I was laughing. I was like, yeah, um, I'll do this.
0: (laughs) I love that you went to, and that's the same convenience store that they shot at.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's
0: so great. You went to the place that was like where the, most of the movie was shot. Well, pretty much all. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> that's so cool. And I thought one thing that was really cool. I saw this movie years ago, but I rewatched it today. And you had such a cool entrance when you when you're reading through the script. Was yeah, that was. the way it was finalized <laughs> when you read that? You're like, man, that's so badass.
1: Well, I mean, honestly, I I can't. I, it's twenty five years ago. Oh no. Um. <laughs> I can't remember what exactly it said in the script and whether it was like that or not. To my knowledge, I, I really honestly can't remember. But, you know, when when I went in the store, it's like, yeah, it's all right. You know, come on up to the on top of the refrigerator. Here's the here's the the fire extinguisher, which I'm sorry, I'm going to ruin it for you. was never shot, by the way. <laughs> I did not get to shoot that fire extinguisher and the fire extinguisher was never shot. So yeah, and uh, yeah, I think it's
0: pretty cool, (laughs) entrance. Yeah, no, I think no, that movie is so cool. While you while you guys are all making this, because it was shot on like such a super small budget, I think it was like twenty seven grand. When it was done, Mm -hmm. and you were able to like see it for the first time, was it like surreal? You know, from when did you start doing those uh, acting classes? Was that like eighty eight or eighty nine around there?
1: Um, I. Started taking oh gosh. <sighs> um let's see. Around eighty seven, maybe? Okay. Yeah, around eighty seven ish. So not too
0: much later you're in a movie that look how successful it was, but when you saw yourself for the first time, like on screen, was that just surreal?
1: Uh, yeah it still is it's it still gets surreal sometimes that's really no, honestly awesome. no because when you're in a play
0: you really i'm sure back when you were doing that somebody could you know recorded a play and you could watch yourself but i i just don't think it's the same because you're like captioning yourself in this moment and then do you exactly where, where was the premiere did you did kevin like do something locally
1: we didn't have the big
0: oh I'm, i know that. Know, yeah
1: a glammy premiere that we just <laughs> did for, for Bob reboot. Um, we basically, oh gosh, um, there was a, a, a theater in Hazlitt oh. where we all went, and I—I I, I know the name has changed probably a million times since then, so I don't know what it's called now, and I don't know—I don't remember what it was. Uh, so anyway, the we all went there and we did signings of posters. I I I think pretty much for me, that's what I consider a premiere. Um, Oh yeah. Because we kind of had something over in New York where we then went to, um, not the hard rock cafe, but what used to be, you know, that, that, um, it was like the it was like the hard rock cafe but it, it was owned by three actors arnold schwarzenegger oh planet um, hollywood? planet hollywood yes i could never yeah. i never I never, remember, I never remember planet i remember <laughs> hollywood but never um so yeah so we had something over at planet hollywood a little gathering you know party and and all this kind of stuff but you know again you know it was it wasn't it wasn't the big snazzy, whoo, you know, red carpet type of thing. <laughs> but it's cool because you can still,
0: did you guys go watch it in Hazlitt? Do you like sit in the back of the movie theater and like watch other people watching you?
1: You know, I'm sure we did, but I honestly don't remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so is not that funny? 25 years later, that movie, you know, that movie comes out and then you have a big premiere for the, the reboot and you were in that, right? I didn't get a chance to see it yet
1: yeah um so yeah it's a a quick little cameo don't blink but it's pretty obvious you know when you you can't miss it you know (laughs) even though i say don't blink but that's cool Um, it was it was fun to get to go to new orleans uh, for the quick minute that i was there um but to be with all the other guys and just hang around while they were shooting all different kinds of scenes uh in that room all night so it was fun
0: that's awesome. And you know, it was really cool those photos that you posted when,
1: oh, you, when you
0: found out. That is really amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, I've been holding on to those since we shot, it, which yeah. was in March. <laughs>
0: wow. There's gotta be. I'm sure uh, yeah. somebody has a video of it. Just it, it's still even. It's still great. But just from like yeah. the second and the third photo, what did you like? Whisper it or?
1: Well, you know, Kevin kept letting out little spoilers while he was shooting. And so we thought it's like, oh, you know, he'll let out a spoiler about this. But he never did. So I was like, oh, crap, I can't say anything. (laughs) Um, You know, and people would ask, you know, uh, some people who didn't know, it's like, oh, yeah, I was in New Orleans for a quick minute. And uh, some people who, you know, know my background then would kind of maybe put two and two together but I never said anything. Um, yeah. and then some people as you know, it got closer to reboot time. People would ask if I was in it and I'm like, well, I, I can't confirm. I can't deny, but Nola was beautiful. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's little things like that.
0: <laughs> well, that's, that's cool that they're cause, cause it, at the end of the first one, there's kind of like a hanging, like, uh, like you think Dante's going to go chase after you, and then that didn't happen. So it'd be pretty cool if something like that does happen.
1: You know, I don't know. I have no idea how he's going to write three. I mean, he has already said that. I mean, it's out there. It's easily Googleable uh, Yeah. <laughs> that that he's he's uh, writing his heart attack into the script. Um. That that one of the guys is going to have a heart attack, but it's like he, Randall basically uh, has nothing because being that he doesn't have any family or whatever. And it's like, he wants to do something to be remembered. So they're going to make a film. This is, this is, I've seen it in print, so I'm not giving anything away.
0: Yeah.
1: And, but how he's going to write everything else in there. I have no idea. And I'm sure he has even finished being that he is on the reboot roadshow tour.
0: Go to your happy price, Priceline. No, he's a pretty awesome guy. I uh, I used to record my podcast at his buddy Ming Chang Studio. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: So I saw he was in, he was in, he had like a, a I think he was in reboot yeah. too, right? Like
1: Yes. Yeah, so all the guys from Comic Book Men were in there. and awesome. uh Because basically, Jay and Silent Bob have to go to a, Chronic con convention, <laughs> and uh, so they're running into all these. They're running away from the security guard and running into these panels, and you know. So they, they have they happen to run into a comic book men panel, into a clerks panel, and many other different kinds of panels.
0: That's pretty awesome. So <laughs> over your career, enough with the clerks for now. I have a, I have a question about something later, <laughs> but uh, so from there you. You, obviously you're still acting. Is there a role that you had over the years? Cause some of these movies, you know, there's so many movies that are out there. You can't see them all. Is there any yeah. of these movies that you have like a favorite role or you think a movie just, you know, it just didn't get out there enough for a lot of people to see that you hold near and dear.
1: Well, I mean, I, I just like, uh, just like you will never pick a favorite child. I, I will never pick a favorite role. I mean, there are several roles that I've done that I really, like and love for different reasons, um, but I, I think
0: you could say more than one. I
1: mean, <laughs> uh huh.
0: You could say more than one. <laughs>
1: uh, well, I know. Um, I've done some, I, and the thing is, too, it's like a lot of the roles that I've taken, I've taken on purposely in in a certain ways to to, to to diversify my appearance out there uh for casting directors and other um directors and to seeing that's like I have range it's not you know not, not just comedy that I've done. Yeah. So I've I've done horror film, I've done uh sci-fi, I've done dramatic items and stuff like that. So so I I you know I I'd like to say that a good portion of what I've done I really wish it could get out there especially all right someone that I've worked with is Neil Johnson. I've done three sci-fi films for him and he's someone that I always enjoy working with and pretty easy he's mixing up another film that I did with him that has not been released yet. Um, but he, he gives me some, even though there's small parts they he gives me something to work with, with those parts, which I really enjoy and how he's not, better known out there, I don't understand because he, you know, he puts up some pretty decent work. Um,
0: I'm looking at alien Armageddon right now. It just so happened. I clicked on that one just before you said his name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. And then the other one that is not out yet that he is actually working on is evolution. Evolution more. Yeah. So yeah. You know, always fun, always fun to work with him.
0: Yeah, and, and no, I think that's smart what you said, just trying, being in different genres so you're not like pigeonholed into comedy yeah. or one specific one. And it's fun to be able yeah. to be in different types of roles, you know, horror, sci-fi. Now that's really cool that you're able to do all of that.
1: Right, and to, to also kind of stretch myself and and it, it, it took a long time for me as well to challenge myself because at a certain point, and. And that's where, kind of, you know, you were saying how on my signature you said you like my little saying. Oh yeah. It, 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 that's where part of that came from because living out here in California for twenty two years now, um, it's it's not been easy at all, and it's been very difficult at certain times. And where it's like you're thinking to yourself, "Am I going to have to? Is this when I have to quit, um, or do I keep going?" and and certain fears and different different emotions that just happen uh, living out here, which is not easy to begin with because prices are so ridiculous um, on a lot of them. So you, you kind of get to a point where it's like, all right, um, why, why is it not happening? Why are certain things happening? and, you, you you kind of run through through a load of emotions and so that's that's where that came from and then you know figuring out it's like all right i i realized that i was just kind of holding myself back and and in some areas and so i needed to kind of break through that
0: oh that's awesome no that's good that you're and and no california is expensive and you don't have good bagels or good pizza or <laughs> <laughs> I lived in, we lived in Portland, and it was like pizza was not only gross, it was super expensive, which made no sense. It was insane how much more expensive than it is in the tri-state area.
1: Wow. Well, I mean, you know, there have been a few places out here that you can find which oh, pizza and good. pizza. They probably yeah, ship the water the, out. There's some, Well, actually, there's one place they don't ship the water out, but he has some kind of a water system that creates the same kind of water ah, as there. there. I think the name of the place is Ghost Pizza. I've not had their pizza. Um, I'm really not supposed to have any of that stuff anymore because, unfortunately, <laughs> it's, I have an autoimmune disease now, uh, and well, uh, so there are certain things that I'm not supposed to have anymore. I cheat a little bit here and there, but that cheating has to kind of come to a stop pretty soon. If so I, <laughs> <laughs> I, so. Yeah, I, I have um, Hashimoto's thyroiditis um, and I've had a thyroid disease ever since I actually moved out here to California, oh, wow. um, but it's it's just kind of uh, gotten a little worse, <laughs> let's just say.
0: So one thing that I thought was kind of interesting and I saw it, it seems like you were probably on set for this for a while uh, for shooting clerks, like the doc, I, I think it's, I, I guess it's kind of like a documentary ish.
1: It's not a documentary. It's a biopic.
0: Oh, biopic.
1: Um, yes. yeah. So they premiered it at the San Diego uh, Comic Con. Oh, cool. Um, this past summer. Um, now they had had a few screenings in the past couple of years, but up until recently, they were still putting in little cameos of many people involved with clerks. Oh, cool. But but essentially what happened is uh, Christopher Downey, who's from Scotland and and uh, a fan himself, in the past he had made these little short films uh, called Old Ricky Old Riki, something like that. And so they were basically based on – uh, Kevin and Jason. So then, he, as per, he would get a lot of the information from the tenth anniversary DVD, and just put all the information that he could gather from there and many other places, so that he can do an actual film about Kevin shooting clerks. So that's where the name Shooting Clerks comes from. Oh, okay. He, he did take some liberties. Here and there, <laughs> for dramatization purposes, and because there are there are some things that just, you know we were kind of. Some people would question us about. It. It's like, well, this didn't go exactly like that, but you know, it, you know. So, like I said, certain liberties were taken. Yeah, that, I guess
0: that would happen time to time. Now, were you doing the makeup for that, or is that is that right?
1: Mm, well, no. Well, oh, okay. Yes, and no here's the thing. It's like last year they first, they were out here for San Diego comic-con for a panel and they, they shot, well, they showed a little bit of the film, you know, just little teasers. Um, But there was another scene that they were shooting with Jason. And so they shot that while they were out here in California. So while they were here, I actually helped them with hair and makeup for those little that little few oh, okay. scenes that they did. Um but I, I've helped them along the way in many aspects and whatever they needed and then promoting and uh so myself and Brian and Scott and Ernie, it's like we all kind of have a little producer credits on there.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Now the reason I asked is I was wondering what it's like to have somebody play you. I don't know if you ever saw the we- actress like in that
1: i did, I did. yeah, yeah like? no, it, weird completely weird and <laughs> yeah I, I mean i i was anxious about even seeing the whole thing i bet uh once it came to that and uh i'm, I'm still just <laughs> yeah it's 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 not a great feeling i don't know <laughs> right? no
0: it'd be weird especially somebody's trying to get inside the character if they like yeah, you know, we're in an elevator talking to you, and then they start like trying to like repeat your words back to try to sound like you. It'd be kind of weird, but
1: that's cool. Yeah, well, you know, this is something that's usually done with, you know, whales or actresses, you know, about their story or someone who's dead already. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, so, Marilyn, you have a few things that are coming out pretty soon. Is there, I'm sure you're excited for all of them, but. One thing that I saw on there was Thursday the twelfth.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure if that film is even finished.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. It just has on there complete it. And I just thought the name was pretty clever because it, growing up I love the movie uh Saturday the 14th, which was like a mock of Friday the thirteenth. So
1: right. I saw well, this. Yes. I'm like,
0: oh, okay.
1: You know, and unfortunately I don't know the full script. It's like I was just given a part. And the funny story to me actually having a part in that though is uh Brad, uh, who's the writer and director of this, um, you know, we've conversed and texted back and forth uh, through the years. It's like he interviewed me for a podcast that he was doing, and um, one day I was just out and about. I got a text from him, "How you doing?" And uh, I'm like, "Oh, good. You know how's things and all this kind of stuff." And then he says, "It's like, how'd you like to be in a movie?" It's like, "Oh yeah, you know." It's like, "Let me know." It's like, "Well." tonight i'm like what (laughs) Uh, i I actually had just walked into a big lots store out here and so he told me what was happening and what was going on i'm like okay let me leave let me go home pack something real quick and uh, i'll just make my way to the airport so while i was doing all that he was making the reservations uh for me to get on the plane and uh, yeah so i got to the airport and the, my reservations were there so um and then i was i was shooting that weekend but yeah thursday the 12th is basically the premise you know just you know friday the 13th yeah. so what happens before all that um but again i'd say I, I don't know the premise of the film because i only know my scene that i shot and i own a store in a mall and these two guys come in there and they're acting weird. And and I basically tell them to get out. I mean, you know, it's really. So there, there's no way that I can even tell what's going on. But with yeah. my scene.
0: <laughs> and then another one I saw in here was uh, Wichella.
1: That has been in development for quite some time. Oh, really? Okay. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I, you know, I, I'm hoping that it would get done sometime soon, but it's been in development for, I would say at least three, maybe more years. Oh, wow. Um, I saw, so, a, I saw
0: Kane Hodder's name on there and I interviewed yeah. one of the good buddies. And then I interviewed his agent too. And uh, when mm-hmm. I saw that name, I'm like, Oh, that'd been great. If you, if you, had, well, it'd be great if you get Our Here's the nicest guy from people I talk to
1: I yeah I met him um oh, cool. I met him at one convention that I did in Pennsylvania yeah nice guy
0: how is that going to this is one question I, I always ask people but I think it's a little different because you're in such a movie that people are almost not religious to but Clerks is like <laughs> one of those movies that people love which is understandable but there's like an obsession with it like I definitely know in New Jersey with some of my buddies growing up, they love Kevin Smith, everything he does, and like go yeah. down there, and take photos there and stuff, like all the time whenever they're in that area. But for you, like when you go to those comic cons, like you said, you still when you see the movie, like seeing yourself on there, surreal. What is it like when people come up and like ask for your autograph?
1: Um, you know, at this stage, <laughs> um having having done uh, conventions now for I don't even know how many years. How long has the cell, uh, has the iPhone been out?
0: Oh, I don't know. I guess probably 10 years, yeah. maybe even longer.
1: Okay, so I, I remember that's when I did my first convention because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's when the iPhone came out and Nathan Fillion, he, we were in the back at the end of the convention. We're all waiting for our rides to the airport and stuff. And so he's just walking around on his phone and I was just like, so is that, the, is that the new iPhone? He's like, "Yeah, look at this," <laughs> <laughs> and he was just showing me all the different little gadgets that the iPhone had and stuff. So that's how I remember my first uh, uh, convention being. You know, even though I don't remember the year, and yeah. uh, this was in Florida. Um, So at this point now, though, I mean, it's it's not as weird. But yeah. when someone did approach me about doing conventions, and you know, I didn't even know about conventions at all. Uh, I wasn't privy to it; had never heard about them, didn't know what they were about. Um, and I, I wish I had because it's something I totally would have gone to had I known about them—the oh, whole yeah. costume stuff like that. And um, I, 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 I thought somebody was definitely pulling my leg; that that they were just trying to scam me. And uh even though they're telling me that I would make money, you know, with people <laughs> signing I'm like, who's gonna pay me for my autograph? Get out. <laughs> um, and they just happen to uh, list a few people's names of who they had as clients and I'm like, excellent, I can ask this person, that person, and that person because I know them. Oh, yeah. uh, and and so I did. And uh and so yeah. So but you know, at this point now it's been so long that it it's it, these people I know are coming to talk to me to get an autograph, you know, because they do, you know, enjoy what it is that we have to give them and, and, and things like that. And and a lot of them too, uh, because we have socialized on social media. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's pretty cool. You know, no, that's awesome. No, it's cool that, you know, you can meet people that, love what you did so you could really, cause when you're in a movie, it's not like you can see like people's enjoyment. So it's got to make you feel good too.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, for me, I really enjoy talking to them. I enjoy hearing their stories, what, what it meant to them and what it still means to them. Because for me, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a validation um, and it keeps it gives me the 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 strength to keep you know striving for my goals, so to speak because i i mean yes i i i was in a film that are, is loved by many people and I've been in other independent films, but I am not making my living as an actress here, and so that is my goal to be able to make a living as an actor and to not struggle every month you know and it's like i kind of hate to put that energy out there because i i am one of those people who feels it's like you know the energy that you put out is the energy that you're going to get back oh yeah um so i mean i i kind of i hate to say that but that's that's my story that's 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 what's happening so i'm hoping to change that story
0: and i hope you change it too and i'm i'm rooting for you and i really hope clerks three there is that storyline i really would like to see where that where that could go i think that'd be great you and dante some kind of there has to be some kind of like (laughs) storyline there and that was so cool the end of the movie i'm like oh and then i'm like man you know what i need to i haven't seen clerks two in forever i was like i gotta see that and see what's Mm -hmm. going on there (laughs) but uh well (laughs) this has been great and thanks so much for taking the time anytime people sit down and Take some time out of your day. I do appreciate it. And it was fun hearing your stories and definitely just a fellow Middlesex especially Middlesex County. That's the first you're the first Middlesex County person I've had. So that's pretty <laughs> Yes.
1: Yeah, same same here. It's like as far as, you know, podcasts go. I don't think I've had anybody else from yeah. Middlesex County. Woo. From Jersey, sure, but in Middlesex County, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Man, wasn't Marilyn awesome? I really hope for Clerks 3 that they, you know, go back to that storyline between Dante and Veronica. They had such good chemistry in that first film. So let's hope for that to happen. And let's wish her a lot of luck. I'll put all of her links so you can follow her on social media uh, in the bio. And also, don't forget this Thursday, we have an awesome interview with Vanessa Angel. You know her from Kingpin, Weird Science TV show. We're talking to her about, super babies Two, baby geniuses and uh yeah she was pretty cool so don't forget to review rate share our podcast follow us on all social media at sequels only and check out our new website sequelsonly.com good night